ZRO, 11-11 on your ZM dial. We are the first radio station in space. This is Life in Zero Gravity. Welcome back to Zero Grav. We missed you. <laughs> it's good to hear from you again. So, he's back, you know, he's the phoenix, but times are getting tough these days, and he's contemplating doing some things to support his family, including, above all else, robbing you. <laughs> No real money and no J-O-B It's kinda hard to get legally paid, homie But uh, I'd rather stay Broken just work on these tracks for days Hey, I need a little cream so just be cool Hand it right over, I'll see you At two in the morning in the alley with the weapon on you all alone You got riches in your living room sitting up on that mantle Let me grab them before you get to a phone Ain't gonna kill you But I'll take a pocket full of jewelry and my homeboys will too so turn out the lights, close all the doors But for what, don't you call the pose? We taking all the mouse of it Cheesed up, draining all your accounts is lit Rolling down the street in my hoopty Plan on robbing you Ski man Got my mind on your money and your money on my mind Rolling down the street with no cash in Plan on robbing you Take rest Got my mind on your money and your money on my mind Rolling down the street unemployed and blind Got my mind on your money and your money on my mind Rolling down the street in my hoopty Plan on robbing you Take rest Got my mind on your money and your money on my mind Give me the loot, give me the loot, not playing Stop acting like it's a stew guy saying You understand me, don't get carved today You gotta give it up like Marvin Gaye You see I'm really out here starving Hey, ooh, it's such a nice garden day I'm out here waiting in the shrubbery Cause I can't relate to the luxury You got all that for mommy and daddy Still hold me back, why you want me so badly? Greed brought us to the brink of destruction so now I don't think, I'm just busting Your hand was in my pocket, now my hand's in yours Enough to buy every brand in stores Just getting started, I'll kick up more dust It's a stick up, since you didn't stick up for us Rolling down the street in my hoopty on robbing you Ski man Got my mind on your money and your money on my mind Rolling down the street with no money Plan on robbing you Take rest Got my mind on your money and your money on my mind Rolling down the street My mind on your money and your money on my mind. Rolling down the street in my hoopty, plan on robbing you. Take rest. Got my mind on your money and your money on my mind. That was robbing you by Zero Graph on Zero Graph Radio. <laughs> Fancy that that we played that on Zero Graph Radio. <laughs> well, you know that was a joint that I know a lot of you are gonna like, so you might want to write that down. If you can't write that down. Maybe you want to call a stenographer or something like that. <laughs> call up a stenographer. Have him write that down for you. And also write down that this is 1111 on your ZM dial. K-Z-R-O. The only station in space. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Plan on wrapping you.
You know, that's uh, Life in Zero Gravity Part 1 days back in 2016. So, damn. Over four years old now. Crazy. Time went by quick. It is your host, Zero Grav, Starman, however you choose to refer to me. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> that's a throwback jam. Uh, me and New Jack are getting them brains. So, album coming real soon. Now we gotta uh we gotta get his brain repaired, his computer brain that is, and probably his actual brain. I'm pretty sure. I'm just kidding. I, I only say this shit because I know he listens. <laughs> one of my avid listeners, shout out to New Jack, uh, one of my frequent guests, who I tried to get a hold of but was unable to. We'll, you'll you'll see that later in the epic show that we got going on. But um, yeah, we're. We got that new album. It's coming real soon. I feel like we're it's it's on the cusp. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to say anything that's gonna like mess it up. I know I even announced that it was coming out, and I kind of fucked that up. Not really my fault though. Not totally up to me. But at the same time, it is coming soon. Undoubtedly, undoubtedly, it is. I was gonna say undoubtedly. That's not even a word. God damn it. Anyway, it is coming soon, and um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I've been put blood sweat and tears into that album and i you know i'm I'm very proud of the way it's come out you know no complaints i I just i just think it's quality and i'm really looking forward to y'all hearing it and we are now back in touch with our dicks together we are back in touch with our dicks and there's nothing weird about that two friends back in touch with their dicks together Oh, man. These are kind of inside jokes because our dicks go inside your bitch. No, I'm just kidding. And that, these are kind of inside jokes, though. So, But that's it's still kind of funny. Anyway, <laughs> lockdowns are striking again, man. They're locking California the fuck down again. Um, shit, it's hard. Like, it's hard to deal with. Like, I know it's for the best... I don't really go out anyway. Like I was thinking about it. I don't go out past 10 anymore at all, really. So it doesn't really affect me too much. But thinking about it, though, like we have not really had bars and clubs reopen in California, at least not that I know of, maybe in some areas they have. But that I've seen, none of that shit is reopened. So it's wild because in other states, they're like... <laughs> They're really reopening shit like way more. And it, I mean, it's not working out well for them, you know? Like, I know we technically have the most cases, but we have the most people. We should. Or no, we don't have the most cases, actually. Texas does, my bad. But I know we have like one of the highest amounts of cases, and we should. Uh, like, if anybody should, if any state should, it should be us because we just have the most people. It makes sense. But in terms of the overall like rate of it, I think it's worse in other states for sure. Like a state like Texas, that's bad. They got like, you know, about half our population and more cases than us. That's pretty damn bad. So hopefully we can all get that together, you know, but the lockdowns are striking. It's a tough time to open a business. I'm trying to open like multiple businesses right now. And I'm just like, damn, I should probably wait. I probably shouldn't do all this. I'm trying to get involved in like multiple things, dip my beak as it were in multiple <laughs> things. So damn, it's, it's tough though. Like I, I know, <laughs> but hopefully we can uh, figure this shit out together. Like I, you know, I, I'm excited. Like I don't, I'm tired of working for the man. I'm tired of working for the man. 
So promote this podcast if you can, and so I can lock down some sponsorships and like really take off with this. I, we got so many damn episodes now, so much quality content for you on these space waves, these space air waves, which uh, are quite regal, I might add. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> New Jack and I have a few ideas ready for you. Like we got we got shit on the way. Like I'm not just talking music wise. We got some other stuff that we're cooking up. Like I think we got we got we even got names for it. Ooh. Ooh, we got names for it ahead of the curve there. You know. So, um I I'm hoping that we can like figure that out, but it looks like shit's just going to get locked down here again. So I'm like, damn. I gotta figure something out though, you know. I think I'm a I'm a focus on this novel, which is really one in like a series or in multiple series. Really, it's one in a multiverse of uh, novel shit. <laughs> it's a novel idea, but yeah, like I, I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to focus on that because I gotta like I gotta get something going. I don't wanna. I'm tired of like I'm tired of of drumming up all this business for other people when it's like I should be drumming up my own business like i got a lot going on you know and i there's a lot of uh ideas and there's a lot of creativity that that i'm indulging in and i feel like i deserve more you know i deserve i deserve to be able to be a creator you know i've done things in my life that a lot of people haven't done and at this point i think i've earned that spot like if anybody has earned a spot, it's me. <laughs> I've put the work in. I've worked for free. I've created for free for long enough. And at this point, I'm just like, I need to. <laughs> Daddy needs to get paid. Big Zaddy needs to get paid, okay? I need to get my motherfucking racks. And that's what I'm after right now. That's what this that's what this year is all about. It's funny, though, because, like, I'm looking, you know, I don't want to. I'm tired of just throwing money away on rent so i started looking for like a condo because i'm like okay you know like that I, I, ideally i'd like to get a house but i mean that's that's a pretty big like move to make like i'd love to get a house but it's a it's a big move to make so i'm just like ah man hopefully i can figure i want to see what i could do and uh, a condo might be the best option for now. And I can always like sell it. And at least I'm not throwing money away. So, but anyway, I'm kind of getting long winded. there. But I, so I looked up condos on like a condo site, like ones to buy ones. You put down money, you buy them and you know, it, you own it at the end. So I'm looking at that shit and <laughs> I look at literally one condo and I put my info into the site. You have to put your info to even be able to look at the shit. So I put my info into the site. And immediately, I only looked at one condo, one condo. I get a text from an agent like, so we saw you're looking at condos in our area. Like, I literally only looked at one, sir. <laughs> like, I didn't look at any other condos. So it was kind of funny. I'm just like, man, you guys are vultures just like waiting for me to <laughs> dip my toe in the water. But, you know, um, I want to live by the beach. That's been like a lifelong kind of dream of mine. And I'm like, you know, why, why settle for less than that? So I'm looking at that. And honestly, I think, I think I could attract the type of people that I want to have in my life living at the beach, you know? And, and, um, I don't know. I, 
like I'm looking at different areas, so I probably won't even put it out there yet because who knows and who knows where this is going to go. Maybe I shouldn't stay exactly where I'm be living if this does get bigger. But I've kind of narrowed it down. I want to live by the beach, but the, but I, like not all the beach cities really interest me. There's a handful that really do. So I'm looking to do that. If you know me, you probably already know where I'm talking about. So <laughs> I'm looking to get into that. I go, and I, I I got my first haircut in eight months at least a couple of days ago. So that was kind of that was interesting. Um, I go to like a. Oh, an, an older woman that's a barber. I've just been going to her forever. You know how us men are with our barbers. Like we just like to go. We don't like to change barbers. I asked for a fade and she ended up like, it's not a fade, but it's acceptable. It's just like the, the sides, you know, or I cut the sides or she cut the sides in the back, like down to the skin. So it's like, it's something it's at least an improvement. <laughs> for sure no it looks a lot better to be honest like i just wanted a fade but it's and it's not exactly a fade but it does look a lot better and i'm like damn i need to get more haircuts because i was cutting my own hair for most of this time like i've cut my own hair a couple times during like this like quarantine shit so i finally had somebody else cut my hair and it looks good you know i, I i'm gonna have to go back more and just support local businesses like that Cause who knows? I mean, at this point they might shut down again. Like she was having to work outside for a while. So <clears throat> it was interesting, but I've been extra careful. Like I barely went to a restaurant on my birthday, like from March when this shit started all the way to August 21st, which is my birthday. I, the, the, like I, I did not go and sit down at any restaurants during that whole time. You know, and I mean, I know a lot of people didn't for part of it because they literally couldn't, but like, I, I didn't go to any restaurants like at all for the longest time. I finally went on my birthday. I still haven't been to very many. Like I've been to a handful since then. Uh, let me see. I've been to like one, maybe two. So maybe three restaurants like in this like eight months of COVID that we've dealt with now. Kind of crazy. But yeah, um, I don't know. I've, I've just been extra careful. I haven't gone a lot of places, worn a mask, use hand sanitizer. And I mean, to my knowledge, I haven't gotten it. So I haven't had any symptoms. And I mean, I've never, uh, like, I've gone to the doctor and I've, it's never, like, come up. So I don't know. It's worked. It's worked out so far. I've just been really careful. So I, I mean, I, I suggest doing the same. I've barely cooked the last few months, to be honest. Like, I just haven't. Like, I, I don't know. It just hasn't been a thing. I, I need to cook more, I know. And uh, I'm trying to get back on that. Like, I know it's not good to be buying this food all the time and, you know, just eating snacks and shit. But uh, for the most part, I've stayed in I've stayed in good shape. You know, I lost weight. I feel like I gained a little back. I, I don't know for sure, but I just can kind of feel it. Not a lot, just a little bit, but I just don't feel, I feel like I'm just carrying a little bit extra compared to where I was. So I'm going to try to get that off, but I'm about to make my famous mac and cheese. If y'all have, if y'all have never had my mac and cheese, it is one of my specialties cooking and I'm about to make that most likely for Thanksgiving. So, um, 
I don't know if you if you want some, I'll mail you some or cash app dollar sign life in zero, the number zero gravity. So <laughs> let me know. I can send you some blood as well. I still got this extra blood. So hit me up. <laughs> you know, th these are the only couple months of the year where I can flex my jacket collection in Cali. Like I got this. uh I got like this red palm tree, red and white palm tree cardigan. I bought another one that's black and white <laughs> palm tree cardigan. And uh, I, I finally get to wear it. Like I don't get to wear shit like this most of the year because it's too damn hot. So this is like, all, and I can't even wear it all day. I had to like take my cardigan off today because I was like, damn it, it's hot again. <laughs> I still got a stun on these hoes though. So, you know, it was necessary. It's just the way it goes sometimes. Shout out to my friends going through rough times, man. I'm here for you. I've had friends just going through traumatic shit. And, you know, like my year fucking sucked up until the last couple months. So it's the least I can do. People were there for me. So I'm trying to be there for them now. And I, it's hard, you know, like I'm an empath. And I haven't mentioned that a lot, but I really like I can really feel when you're going through some shit. It really like I can feel what you're going through, you know, more than most people can. And um, so it, it can be a lot. It can be intense for me because I'm just like, oh, man, like I, I know I can relate like so hard. Even if I haven't gone through this shit, I'm like, damn, I can't imagine what that feels like because I can like kind of piece it together from experiences that are similar, you know, and it's just like, I don't know, it just gets intense for me. And um, I just try to do my best. Like, like if like I always say, like, that's what this is about. Life in zero gravity It's all about vibrating higher you know and that's what i try to bring to you each and every week so i got an old clip for you later on um <laughs> kind of an interesting old clip so stay tuned i hope you enjoy that uh yeah we will we'll keep this thing rolling All right, we're gonna we're gonna get a guest on. I promised a guest, and I shall deliver. Whether it's uh, a guest that you have heard or haven't heard before, I think we'll give them a call and see what we can do. You know, let's see. Okay, we're gonna check right now. It's dialing. You hear the dial? there. I might not go through. Oh, no. Not again. Not again. Please leave your message for... Oh, no. Not again. It didn't work. Oh. <laughs> Okay, we tried. Okay. Okay, let's see. Another guest. I need to get a guest. I want to. I want to talk to people. We've been so isolated. Let's see what we can do. Okay. Let's we'll see if they pick up. 
Guest number two, will you be the lucky guest to appear on Life in Zero Gravity? No. Guest two. You're failing us. I'm sorry, but the person who called has a police mailbox that is not. We try and try, but we fail. Perhaps the third time is a charm. Okay, we're going to dial up. Seven digits, call up Bridget, a man's a midget. <laughs> no, not that. We're going to make another attempt at contact with other life forms. The space station. Reaching, trying to call Bras Brangelis. Uh, no. We made no contact with Bros Brangelis. <sighs> the third time was not a shower. I'm sure this is just absolutely gripping radio. <laughs> You're so welcome. Man, sometimes you just got to do it yourself. Like Thanos. <laughs> I tried. I tried to get a hold of people. I told y'all I'd get a guest. I don't know. I, I just, no way picked up. They never even called back. My daughter never called back. I called Jazzy, too. Rude. My brother never called back. My friend never called back. My daughter never called back. Just brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Nobody cares about me. But anyway. (laughs) Anybody see that Gucci versus Jeezy versus? I didn't see it all. I saw a little bit of it. Um, I don't know. I think I realized... I wasn't really super, I'm not going to lie and say I was like passionate about either of those artists, but it made me realize that I really, like Gucci has really stayed relevant longer, which I didn't really think of. Like they seemed like on similar levels for a second, but then when I really broke it down, I'm like, you know what? Like Jeezy really hasn't been doing much for years, honestly, at least in terms of music. Like I haven't heard much from him at all, you know? What was the last song? The last like real big song I can think of was I put on. <laughs> it's probably the last one, you know. Uh, G or, or not GC Gucci has been like all over the place the last few years, working with Migos, fucking Doja Cat, like Drake, and I. I anyone who knows me knows that I don't like Drake. Like I'm not a Drake fan, but like I know that that's a big deal if you're like a pop rap artists like that to be working with drake like um that's a big deal for people like that you know <laughs> i'm not gonna bring negativity on that but but you know it's just one of those things like jeezy doesn't have a bunch of recent songs with drake so it's just it's interesting um i don't know i kind of feel like i just it seems like Gucci has just like stayed more relevant to me. Like after getting out of prison, he was just kind of on a hot streak. Uh, I listened to that new Jeezy album and I mean, it's not like horrible, but God damn, like, so he was trying to be like woke or some shit on there. And I remember the way he started just talking about, it was drug rap. You know, he's a snowman. And I mean, I know he had like a little bit of like slight introspection, but he's never been like a deep rapper because honestly, he's not lyrically that strong. So on the album, he's he's rapping about like shit like I'm the bow Tupac. Like, first of all, 
fucking Tupac is bald, you dumbass. <laughs> and you are not Tupac. You are not Tupac at all. Like, you are so far from being Tupac. Like, in terms of just, like, the the emotional complexity of your music, it is nowhere near that. Like, one thing I noticed is he likes to fucking use the same word a lot. Be like, you know, like, I'm trying to think of, like, an example on his album, but it's like his style, like, to just, like, that's like how he rhymes to be like, ah, man, I I can't even like form it right now, but it's just like, man, this is just seems so lazy. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know, man, like there is some, the thing that's funny is the handful of songs I actually liked on that album were all like just your, just basic, like drug dealer rap type music. And I'm like, see, like whenever he tried to do anything deeper than that, it just kind of fell flat for me. Cause it's like, okay, yeah, I appreciate that you're trying to have a message, but you're, you're just not saying anything that interesting. And that's, that's like the trap a lot of artists fall into is they're like, Oh, I got to have these super deep introspective songs. And it, and they make them just kind of fucking boring. Cause it's like, you're not bringing anything new to the topic. Like your, your rhyme scheme is so basic that it's like, it's not entertaining. Like, it's just, I, I appreciate what you're doing, but it just makes it boring. And it just feels like such a reach when you're like trying to look at me, super serious, introspective. <laughs> and I saw a lot of people saying shit like that. They're like basically saying Gucci never grew up and shit like that. And like, Jeezy's this mature evolved, like man. And I'm like, that's cool that Jeezy grew up. And I, I don't think I can say that Gucci didn't grow up. But, I mean, they tried to kill Gucci. Like, I'd still be pissed, too, if motherfuckers tried to kill me. They tried to straight kill him. Like, they sent people in his house to kill him, and he ended up killing one of them. And that is, like, kind of where the legend of Gucci was really born more than anything, you know? And he's just been in and out of prison for a while, and he's, I mean, he seems to have cleared things up a lot. And um, I don't know. Like, for me personally, I just... I think he's just more entertaining to me. Like Jeezy just has like that same, like kind of me a buck fitter. Yeah. Like, you know, like that same, like, yeah, it's like the same speed. He never switches his flow up and it's just like, he doesn't really have bars like that. So he's like a very like average artist to me. And I mean, I'm not saying Gucci has like amazing bars. Sometimes he does have some funny ass lines. I'm not going to lie, but he switches his style up a lot more, you know? And it's just like, it's more pleasurable to listen to. I, I don't know. I guess I just feel like with Jeezy, I could hear a couple of tracks and be like, all right, motherfucker, I get it. That, that flow <laughs> that you're doing, like it's the same on every track. I don't know, just something about it. And that that whole like strained thing can be kind of grating too, I think. Yeah. Like it's just okay. All right, man. <laughs> it's not that interesting. But people get too caught up in emotions when they judge music. It's not all about that. Like I've seen people saying that. They're like, oh yeah, look well, Gucci's buying chains and, and Jeezy's buying real estate. Like uh, they're probably both buying real estate and they're probably both buying chains, like to be honest with you. Like uh, don't get me wrong, I think it's cool. I, I do think it's great that like Jeezy owns a lot of stuff in Atlanta. I think that that's exactly the type of stuff rappers should be doing, you know. Like bringing money back to their communities and letting that wealth, like building generational wealth. I'm all about that. I think that's great. And like, that's what I want to do too. I get all that. But at the same time, it doesn't make the fucking songs better. You know what I mean? 
it doesn't make the audio better it doesn't like add like like oh you know his bars were kind of whack before but now that he's buying real estate he's an amazing lyricist like no it doesn't fucking work like that <laughs> and i'm not saying he's like whack whack but like i don't think that he's ever been any any like anything special it's more been like a voice delivery type thing that people like like he's not that quotable of an artist really like name your top 10 jeezy lines you know name them if you're like a jeezy fan just curious <laughs> send them to me i'm curious but um yeah it's not all about emotion with music but that being said my next albums will make you cry like bitches so there is that <laughs> oh, man i feel like all these traumatic events will lead to some really powerful music like that's what i see like and i've already started working on shit and i'm just like man a lot of this is like really heavy but not in that like boring way that i was referring to in an entertaining way but it's just heavy shit it's a lot to take in which is Sort of, I guess it's sort of a throwback to my early days of making music. I was very like uh, introspective and just like, you know, very um, my my music was very much about like exploring evil and like the dark sides of humanity and all this shit. Like it was, it was a lot. It was intense early on. And I'm not saying that I'm like totally away from that, but I just have a different approach to the game now, you know, and I don't know, I guess this is kind of the next shit I'm working on. I feel like is kind of me getting back to that a little bit. So um, if you hear that, you'll understand what I'm saying. Or I'm sure you'll hear it at some point. I mean, especially if you're listening to this, I'm sure the songs will be on here. <laughs> but I feel like some very powerful stuff is coming, you know. You listen to... I don't know. I know there's people, if you listen to this and you're like one of those random haters, please know that I'm doing very well, better than ever. <laughs> there's like this group of friends, man. And I don't know, they, for whatever reason, I've had like issues with almost everybody in this little group and <laughs> fucking like, <laughs> I think I called one of them out for being like a, a, a drake and lebron like nut rider and he got all pissed and like wanted to fight me so like okay i mean i don't like i'm not that mad at you or i want to fight you but i'm not just gonna let you trash me like i will defend myself and then he was like ready to meet up and all that and then once he saw i wasn't backing down he was like no you know what this isn't worth it man this isn't worth it I'm just like, and I said this earlier this week, like I've pulled, I've pulled all their cards and slapped them in the face with them numerous times. And at this point, it's just, it's just sad. It's like, stop it. <laughs> so like, that was one of the guys in this group, right? Another one, like he was trashing our music and I just he said, we need better beats and better mixing or whatever. And I'm like, ah, I mean, ours are better than yours. And then he got all butthurt about it. And I was like, I'm just saying, man, like ours are better. Like, and then it turned into, he was like threatening me. So I was like, you know, I'll fuck you up. Like you're like five, seven, you know, one forty, And I'm like, at the time I'm six, three, two twenty, So, um, that's not going to go well for you, <laughs> but I don't know. People always try it. One of the funniest moments of all that though, is like, it got to a point where they were threatening me with the hell's angels. 
I said, I got, I got the hell's angels waiting at the green light. And think about that phrase. I got the hell's angels waiting at, at the green light. <laughs> and my response to that was, well, I'm not afraid of them if they're waiting at a green light. Cause they're too dumb to realize that green means go. So what are they going to be able to do to me? <laughs> Of course, he meant on the green light, but it, you know, they got pissed at that point. <laughs> I'm just like, and, and then another thing is like, who the fuck threatens people with hell's angels? Like, what is this? Like the sixties, the seventies? Like the hell's angels? Is anyone really thinking about the hell's angels in 2020 as being like, oh my god, it's the hell's angels? They're gonna fuck us all up? Like, I don't know. They're probably all old now. <laughs> So that shit made me laugh. I'm just like, all right, whatever you want to do. <laughs> but, the, but I don't know. It's just funny. Cause I, like I happened to, I, I randomly run into these guys around and they act so hard on social media. And then in person, they just never do anything. And it's just, you guys are lame as hell. Like step, step your game up, step your chain up. <laughs> shit is dumb. But yeah, um, I don't have the energy to wish bad on anyone. Like no matter how wrong you did me in the past, I don't. I just don't have the energy for it. Like why would I want to wish bad on you? Like I really don't. Like just live your life. Leave me the fuck alone if you're gonna be a negative force in my life. Like I, there's some people where I realize, like I guess it, I, 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 you know, for a while I was the type where I'm like, oh, I don't want to cut people off and all that. But at a certain point, it's just like you know what? People aren't bringing anything positive to my life. Like it's actually a detriment to my life to have you in my life. So why would I do that? Why would I bring you in and like allow that? I don't know. At a certain point, it just feels like we're messing up with that. Like we got to do better. I feel like I've put a lot of time in and a lot of times I don't get that in return. So it's like, why would I do that. Like there's so many people in the world. You got to think that there are thousands that would like click with you. Well, so why would I want to like be with somebody who I don't click with? Well, who doesn't understand me and isn't really trying to, you know, or like, why would I befriend somebody like that when there are people who, who really do like care for your well being out there? <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I fear no man. Don't try me. Like I walk through bullets. I don't fear anyone. Like these motherfuckers are always trying to threaten me. And I'm just like, I'm not afraid of you or anybody. Like you're not going to intimidate me. There's nothing you can do to change my mind about that. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the one to test with that. Cause I'm not afraid to kick someone's ass. I've, I've done it before. I'll do it again. I'm sure at some point in my life. So let's let's just let's keep building together we got this like we are building we're rising from these ashes right now like like the phoenix the phoenixes that we are we are rising from these ashes to bring our flying to the masses now just we rose from the ashes to bring our flows to the masses that's right (laughs) yeah um and peace and love will conquer all, man. That's that's just the way it is. There's no way around that. I keep repeating it because it's just so necessary. It's so true. So 
keep your head up and stay tuned and we're, we're going to close this bitch out in the next couple segments So if you listen to the show, you may know that I used to do stand-up comedy, and I shared a clip for you a while back. I'll probably share a couple. I have a couple more clips that I could share, but this is actually my debut show. This is the very first stand-up comedy I show I did, which was in February 2014. Crazy to think. It's a long time ago. Six years, almost seven years now. So I just wanted to... This is the, the clip... Not the greatest performance I've ever had, but you know, just it's just for fun. It's just some memories. So, hope you enjoy. So, who here has heard of a nine-nine cent store? Yeah. I, have to, I have to ask that because we're in Claremont, you know. But um, so, I was in the nine-nine cent store the other day, and I always see something in the nine-nine cent store that I never knew they had. It's always like a shock. Like the other day, I saw a saw. And I mean, when you see a saw for a dollar, how are you not going to get a saw? I had to think of things that, that I could possibly saw, but I couldn't think of anything. So um, my friend, he had to fix this hole in his wall. And we were telling him, oh, you know, you got to get glue for that. But he was intrigued by this thing called fusion tape that he thought would be a good idea to get. And apparently what fusion tape is, is it's two shitty tapes that come together to make a just slightly better than shitty tape. So it's just a slightly more sticky scotch tape, and basically he just had a tape ball stuck in his wall. So, um, but the thing that was crazy to me is at the register, we saw that there was condoms for a dollar, and it was a 10-pack of condoms for a dollar. And my friend was all, he was all hyped, he was like, oh man, con- 10 condoms for a dollar, like he was really gonna use them all, but um, I, I was just like, yeah, you know, that is a good deal, you could get, you could have 10 babies for a dollar, apparently. <laughs> 10 STDs for a dollar. I, I mean, I don't, and I never understood why they market the, the thin condoms. To me, that, that would be scary. Like, why would you want to get something thin like that? Like, you won't even know when it's broken, you know? <laughs> or, or I, mean, I mean, I just assume they break. I, I don't use condoms, but... <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I was just kidding about that. And, um... Who here watches UFC? Does anyone? Watch oh, yeah. Okay, okay, so I could do this joke, I wasn't sure. Oh, um, you know the guy Mike Goldberg, the he's one of the uh, commentators on UFC. He always gets it all hyped. He's like, and here we go. I just think it'd be awesome to hire that guy for like regular life activities. Like I'm about to eat some cereal, pour in a bowl. Uh, I guess I'm not about to do that. That's not like. <laughs> I never got to finish that joke at the end. <laughs> so like, well, and it's crazy now. Mike Goldberg isn't even with the UFC anymore. It hasn't been for a while. So the way that joke was going to go is like, you just hire him for regular life activities, you know, and like, which you might actually be able to do now. He, I mean, I, I think he's looking for work. <laughs> so just hiring him like, uh, you know, you, you're about to get on with your lady. You're getting close you know you're you're uh you got the the pregame going you got the foreplay going 
And then Mike Goldberg, right at the moment when you're about to slide in them guts, Mike Goldberg pops in the room, and here we go! <laughs> so stuff like that. Yeah, that's basically where that was going to go. Yikes, uh, listening to that again. I mean, I, I got where I was coming from. <laughs> Uh, I was. It was my very first time being on stage. I got some laughs though. I didn't totally bomb. So I mean, I did. I did pretty well. I think overall for fucking never doing stand up comedy. The thing is, they had a light that would tell you when to get off, and I think they prematurely sent me that light. So I got off the stage, and I barely used my time. Like I had a lot more time to go. So as you could see, <laughs> but oh well. All, it all works out in the end. I'd like to get back into stand-up comedy, but obviously right now, terrible time to try that. I mean, there's no, you can't really do stand-up comedy right now. A lot of big comedians aren't able to even do stand-up comedy shows right now. So, I mean, I opened for a lot of pretty big names. Not to brag or anything, but, you know, <laughs> a lot of people that had like their own specials and were on TV and stuff. So, I'd like to get back to it. Uh, you know, I kind of do stand-up comedy on here as it is. Like, a lot of times, I'm basically giving you stand-up, you know? Like, a lot of times, it's just improvised, too. So, it's just a fun thing to do. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get back to it. And I'll probably have some more clips for you from other past shows down the line. KZR Sports. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, damas y caballeros. So, this is KZR Sports for your Life in Zero Gravity Podcast 56 edition. Doing it a little differently this time. Normally, I write a bunch of stuff out and try to figure all that out, but this time, make it interesting. I think the main, my main focus this episode is the NBA on on this edition of Life in Zero Gravity, of course. So the Lakers have made some moves. They got Wesley Matthews from the from the um, Milwaukee Bucks, so they kind of weaken that team. Good three and D player, cheaper than um, Danny Green, who they're letting walk. Uh, they got Dennis Schroeder was cheaper than Rajon Rondo, who they are letting walk. The one move that is sort of interesting is Montrez Harrell from the Clippers, who is more expensive than Dwight Howard, but better offensively at this stage in his career. Not as good defensively. Sort of an interesting move, but it does weaken the Clippers. But the Clippers have just signed Serge Ibaka, so they've got a you know a defender added to their roster. So I don't know. It's an interesting, (laughs) some interesting moves. Um, I'm not sure what to think about that. (laughs) Overall, I think, um, I think it's good. I think the Lakers have gotten a lot better. Uh, The bench, Montrezl Harrell was a six man of the year. So so was Schroeder. I feel like um, both of them make the Lakers bench a lot better than it was. So I can't take too much about that. You know, I can't really take too much away from them there. And uh, the, you know, the Clippers signing Ibaka is pretty big. Gordon Hayward super randomly going to um, the Charlotte Hornets, who honestly, like, I like the LaMelo ball pick. A lot of people, I think, are, are not totally sold because Lonzo hasn't been, like, a 
generational talent necessarily so far in his career. So they kind of are looking at his brother LaMelo the same way. Like, is he going to end up being just another Lonzo who's a solid NBA player, but not really anything special so far? Or is um, LaMelo better? And I think LaMelo has shown to possibly have a higher ceiling than Lonzo. I mean, he also could have a a lower floor, (laughs) but so far, I think, I honestly think that LaMelo is going to do very well. And I think he's going to, I think it's a good pick. And honestly, with the Warriors not picking him, passing on LaMelo, LaMelo was taken number three by the Charlotte Hornets, of course, with the Warriors passing on him. And then the next day, Clay Thompson getting injured and being out for the season i honestly going into that draft i thought the warriors should take Lamelo. i thought it made sense like because i didn't think you know curry and and clay are not going to be there forever you know they're getting up there a little bit now and i thought it made sense for them to take a two guard like Lamelo or point guard possibly i think he could play either one but for them to take somebody like that it seemed like it made sense to me because like I was already thinking like those guys aren't going to be there forever. And then clay, you know, after that they took a center, which I thought was strange because they took a four or five, you know, all these guys are four or five combos now. So that's basically what they took. I thought that was strange because those are not necessarily hard to get in the league. (laughs) Like they could have got, Dwight Howard, they could have got Montrezl Harrell, they could have got some of these guys, Marcus Saul, they could have got a lot of these guys instead, but they chose to draft a center, and it just seemed like a strange move to me because I just felt like there was more talent on the free agent market. You know, it just seemed like you got a lot of free agent centers or centers that can be made available to you via trade, and you decide to draft a center it seemed odd to me anyway but um that's what they did <laughs> the lakers draft or no not the lakers. the warriors drafted a center and i and now i bet you they feel that the, I, I mean they might feel that, that was a mistake honestly to take the center because at this point like the i i think you would have rather have had like clay may be done playing basketball period like this these are back-to-back catastrophic injuries and i just don't know like how much longer he has so he def his career is definitely drastically shortened by these injuries and it's kind of crazy because i don't recall him ever really getting hurt i mean i'm sure he did i'm not i'm not warrior fans i don't follow all the games and all that i'm sure he's gotten hurt before but i don't remember him ever getting hurt like i know he hasn't been hurt like that (laughs) i've paid enough attention to know that so the fact that he's getting hurt back to back like that is just really bad for his future, you know, and I feel for him like, you know, I, I, I have like kind of a soft spot for Michael Thompson because he was on the Lakers. That's Clay's dad. You know, he won two championships at the Lakers and he was a radio host on ESPN LA for years. And I, I don't know. I've just, I, he's, he's fun to listen to. He's, he's like a nice guy and just, I wouldn't wish that on anyone, of course, like an injury like that, but it's just really sad because of uh, how great that family has been, you know? So I hope that clay will be okay. And 
hopefully his playing career isn't over, but that doesn't look good. You know, like that at the very least, like w- what I thought is like, if the Warriors would have taken LaMelo clay may have to move to the three. Cause I'm sure he's not going to have the same level of movement that he did to play defense, you know? So he might have to move to the three instead of the two. And then LaMelo could be the two and, I mean, Lillo's not known for defense, but it could get better. I mean, Lonzo's a, a good defender, so anything can happen. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting trade deadline so far. I do give – I got to give – you know, James Harden, I kind of have, have always had mixed feelings about. He's obviously a good player, but his style of play, I think a lot of people like – Nobody wants to see all those foul shots, and it's annoying. I know it takes some skill to actually get to the line that much, but it's not the most entertaining basketball. That being said, I do want to give him props for turning down his deal with Houston, his extension on the grounds that the owner supports Trump. And honestly, like, I I don't know. I res- like, I respect that. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's... <laughs> That's hard to do, you know, and I wonder if him and Westbrook both wanted out of there because of that. I wonder if everybody wanted out of there because, like, Daryl Morey left. Like, you got to wonder, this Tillman Fertitta, I mean, him supporting Trump in a league like the NBA is not going to be a popular decision, you know, because, I mean, the NBA is, is a mostly black league, and most black people don't support Trump. So you're kind of in the minority if you are a Trump supporter in the NBA seems odd. I'm sure some of those rich NBA owners like have mixed feelings about Trump, but for Tia certainly didn't. And um, I thought that was really interesting. You know, I don't think a lot of people would choose to actually take a stand like that. So my hat's off to Harden on that one. Um, I thought that was the right move to make. Like if you, and I don't know if a lot of us would. I don't know if a lot of people would make that move. I don't know if a lot of people could afford to take that chance, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was a good move, and honestly, it'll bring him different fans. So, I don't know. And and I'm kind of curious to see if he ends up on, like, the Nets. I think that would be really interesting to see him back with KD and with, and with Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie makes it interesting. At the very least, Kyrie makes it interesting. So I think we've had enough NBA. There's a lot more moves, but we'll get into that. I mean, free agency is just starting, so we'll see how it all shakes out. So far, I do like what the Lakers have done. I think that, that was some those were some smart moves, and I think their bench has gotten a lot better and it was already a good bench and it's gotten a lot better. And of course, for now, at least we still have the Caruso, which is the key to everything. So Alex Caruso. Um, so that should be, but on paper, it looks like they upgraded from Rondo and they upgraded from Danny green and they're saving money. So kind of win-win Montrose Harrell. I mean, I like that they, they, kind of weaken the Clippers, but at the same time, I'm a little skeptical about Montrezl. We'll just have to see on that one. And on the, we had the UFC, UFC 255, Figueredo versus Perez from the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. We had a couple championship fights. So Valentino Shevchenko, Improved to 20 and 3 
with a unanimous decision in five over Jennifer Maya. And Shevchenko held on to her flyweight belt, which is 125 in the UFC. So impressive win for her. She had she has two decision losses to Amanda Nunes, which is there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it happens. Amanda Nunes is a very solid champ, but uh, she improves to 20 and three. And Jennifer Maya falls to 18, seven and one. So not the, you know, a lot of these MMA records are like, I know when, when people are boxing fans, it's hard looking at the records. You're like, what? That's the record. That's not good. You know, but that's, that's just the nature of the beast. Like MMA is, is a tough sport. You got to fight the best all the time and not everyone gets the opportunity to do that. So on the other end, in the main event of the evening, and really that's all we're going to cover. I'm sorry, the UFC, like these cards, it's like they just can't get the same type of action on these cards. You know, it's hard for them to be able to do it. So we just end up with these very boring fights. And um, on this one, I mean, this is a decent fight, though. But Davison Figueredo improved to 20 and 1 with the first round submission of Alex Perez. And it only took him a minute and 57 to close that out. <laughs> so impressive when he has that. He, you know, he beat jo- Joseph Benavidez. Like, he's on an impressive run. And he is also, he's the men's flyweight champion, which is also 125. So Alex Perez falls to 24 and 6, and we'll see how he bounces back from that. Uh, Davison Figueredo is supposed to fight in a couple, in like a month, so we'll see how that goes. I was kind of surprised. It's a quick turnaround, but I mean, you know, why not capitalize on the time? Like, he was in an easy fight, might as well make the most of it, so... Uh, nothing wrong with that. And let's see on the college football, the college football rankings. I don't think any of these will change. We'll go through some rankings right now. Maybe we'll do the top 10, right? Let's see the top 10. So Alabama number one at 7-0. and Notre Dame at number two at 8-0. and Ohio State at number three at four and zero. Clemson at number four at seven and one. Texas A and M at number five at five and one. Florida at number six at six and one. Cincinnati at number seven at eight and zero. BYU at number eight at nine and zero. Oregon at number nine at three and zero. And Miami at seven and one. And that's at number 10. So, I mean, I don't, it doesn't seem like any of these will change. So, we'll see how they, I don't think any of these rankings are going to change. I think everyone's pretty much going to stay in the same spot. But kind of interesting. I mean, Oregon cracked the top 10. It's going to be, this season is going to be the hardest season for rankings. Because it's like, how do you even judge like teams that haven't played as many games as other teams? Like, how is that even going to work? It's very difficult. So, I don't know. Like, Alabama looks like clearly the best team this year, though. And I think it's probably going to stay that way. So, at the end of the day, um, Alabama is... I mean, they haven't left ever in the last, like, decade or so. So, 
they continue to improve. <laughs> Let's see. Let, let it, let, I'm going to run through the NFL side of things. So this is how the conferences are shaking out now. The Bills lead the AFC East at 7-3, and three, although the Dolphins are coming on at 6-3. and three, So the Dolphins have won five in a row. Pretty impressive. And they got Tua there now. The Chiefs head the AFC West at eight and one. Raiders are having a pretty good year though, at six and three. Uh, the Steelers, my God, are ten and zero. That's impressive, and it's a that's a pretty decent division. I mean, the Ravens are six and three. The Browns are six and three. Pretty decent division there. And the AFC, that's the AFC North. So the AFC South, uh, the Colts and Titans are essentially tied. They're both um the Colts are six and three, the Titans are six and three, but in terms of point differential, the Colts are fairly significantly better. So the Titans are just like two hundred forty nine points for, two hundred thirty five points against. Then the Colts are two hundred forty two points for and one hundred seventy seven points against. So it's a little more lopsided. I think that's what's giving them that extremely slight lead in the division. Oh man, the then we go to the NFC and the Eagles at three, five, and one are leading the NFC East. Yes, you heard that right. They are on top of the NFC East. Just this division, everybody else is three and seven. The Giants are three and seven. The Redskins are no, sorry, it's not the Redskins anymore. The Washington football team is three and seven and the Cowboys are two and seven. Oh no, the Cowboys are actually worse. My bad. I, I messed up there. <laughs> oh, wow. Terrible division. And this, this other division is probably the best division in football. Uh, the NFC West overall, because I think the Browns, I mean, we don't really know what they are. I don't think we believe in them in the big moment. Otherwise that would be a good division. And honestly, kind of same thing for the Ravens. They haven't shown up in the big moment. The Steelers, we know, can show up in the big moment. But um, the NFC West, pretty much all these teams can show up in the big moment. You know, I mean, the Niners are having a down year because of just a bunch of injuries. But other than that, I mean, they they really haven't been playing badly. You know, it's just a lot of injuries and it's hard to overcome. So, so the Seahawks lead at 7-3. and three. The Rams are in second at 6-3. and three. Cardinals are in third at six and four, and the Niners are in fourth at four and six. So none of these teams are bad. And the Niners, I mean, a lot of their games have been lost by just having so many injuries and not having enough quality players on the field. And that's the NFC West, of course. So the Packers lead the NFC North at seven and two. And kind of mediocre teams in there on the other end. You know, the the Bears were looking pretty decent early on, but now they've lost four in a row. <laughs> and on the in the NFC South, the Saints have won six in a row, so they're leading the division at seven and two. The Buccaneers are in second place at seven and three, so pretty good debut season for Tom Brady in Tampa. And man, um, you know, it's it's. Uh, I'm talking sports. There's, there's a good amount of sports going on right now. A lot of it isn't like crazy interesting to me, but we're getting through it. Um, 
I'm kind of I'm interested to see how this next NBA season goes because it's happening so soon. They just had the draft, you know, and um, I don't know. It was an interesting draft. <laughs> I think people made weird picks and stuff like that. I, like, and in terms of like Gordon Hayward got like a massive deal in Charlotte that was. It seemed like it was too much, but we'll see how that works out. I mean, Charlotte is not a destination, really, so I think it's hard to get players like that there, but I don't know if they had to do all that for him. Either way, though, I mean, Charlotte with uh, LaMelo and and Gordon Hayward and some other pieces, I think they're getting more interesting over there. I mean, I don't know if we'll ever be able to believe in Charlotte until they actually win something just because they've been terrible most of the time, but... At the same time, (laughs) they, I mean, they've made some pretty good moves and we'll see how that plays out. And that concludes KZRO's boards. And now let us read from the book of Grav. Now, now let us read from the book of Grav. <clears throat> you start a fight and go to police. That's bad energy. You know you release. The system's fucked. It's so sad to see. They might lock me up for battery. You grab lawyers. You ain't a warrior. I need to stop being a courier. All these people want to try to fight. All I want to do is provide the light. It's a rising tide of fools soft as tissues with anger misplaced and often misused. I'm tired of letting life hand me L's, waiting for the time when I can prevail. I don't know why the world does me dirty. Sick of hearing that I wasn't worthy. Ain't worked so far, but of course I'm hoping. Praying every day for doors to open. I don't know why I'm unaware. I don't know why I'm unprepared. I don't know why they don't want us there. Someone tell me why they're running scared. I don't know why I'm unaware. I don't know why I'm unprepared. I don't know why they don't want us there. Someone tell me why they're running scared. I got a plan. I'm just getting it out. They got a plan till they hit in the mouth. All that tough taco get your jaw knocked off. Trying to act hard, but y'all got soft. <laughs> Why the fuck are you fools fighting me? I don't get it. Can you enlighten me? All I want to do is spread the peace. But instead of peace, you get police. And I try to leave. I'll be dead in the streets. Because all the scenes as bad as the medics retreat. I'm so sick of this type of white person. You've always been a dick, I'm quite certain. (laughs) You were always said, Daddy paid the way. I'll be smiling when your life fades to gray. Always play victim, but stay provoking. Next time I won't stop till your face is broken. And that's real. (laughs) I don't know why I'm unaware. I don't know why I'm unprepared. I don't know why they don't want us there. Someone tell me why they're running scared. I don't know why I'm unaware. I don't know why I'm unprepared. I don't know why they won't want us there. Someone tell me why they're running scared. 
That's our show. So you know, KZRO with Big Zero. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh man. A bang up show. Honestly, like I had a just an absolutely wild off the wall interview this week that I wasn't the one who recorded. So I am waiting for Phantom to send me that interview because it was ridiculous and probably going to have to cut up into multiple episodes because of how damn long it was. But I thought it came out. I thought it was fun and entertaining and it got wild. The most chaotic show I've been a part of uh, that's coming up for you. That was supposed to be this week's episode, but I can't really control when I actually get the interview. So I'm trying. I mean, I participated in it, but so far, not so good. But thank you so much for listening. We are now in 18 countries, I noticed. We added a couple more. We were at 16 last time I looked, so getting better and better. And um, I really appreciate you listening. It's been fun. It's always fun. And I got so much more in store for you. And since, you know, I played most of the songs from that Trump America EP, I thought I might as well just play this last one that we haven't played on the air yet. Like, why not? So I'm going to lead you out with that. And uh, until next time, peace. Sup. We came to funk. Can you funk with us? Well, no. You could try, though. This is a phrase true players know. If you speak your mind, you're a hater, bro. Media relays what's relatable. Discard the truth until they're paid in full. Don't share their views. Your hating ain't ensnared by tools. Your hating don't praise their gods. Your hating don't raise their odds. Your See dollar signs, hate in your eyes Buy what they say, they're baiting for rise Only ratings, they're cultivating Bogus statements to hold their placement in your mind Till the end of time And since with grime and not mental climbs Let the greedy get greedy, yeah Corporations run media Turning music into a joke Night quills, you thought you were woke You provoke, thought you provoke hate Turn CA into a rogue state Fall in line, they're scared to see a freak They'll hate you if you dare to be unique Meanwhile racist they normalize Watch hatred shape shit before I rise This is a phrase true players know If you speak your mind you're a hater bro Media relays what's relatable Discard the truth until they're paid in full Don't share their views you're hating Ain't ensnared by tools you're hating. Don't praise their gods you're hating. Don't raise their rods you're hating. Yeah, you know the same scenario. Blasting lame shit out your stereo. What you praise is really terrible. I go places that they're scared to go. America, come get your soul. Our president is a Twitter troll. This shit is so damn frightening. It's difficult for enlightening. 
Hating everybody but the rich white males I'm just really hoping that this glitch might fail It's quite stale but the eat is still The higher ups got depleted skill Now the world hating on us rightfully Death of a nation it might just be What we needed was to cleanse the hate What we did was let it infiltrate This is a phrase true players know If you speak your mind you're a hater bro Media relays what's relatable Discard the truth until they're paid in full Don't share their views, you're hating Ain't ensnared by tools, you're hating Don't praise their gods, you're hating Don't raise their odds, you're hating Get on out of this dump, boy. Get on out of this dump, girl. Get on out of this dump, boy. Get on out of this dump, girl. Fuck Trump, America. I'm already tired of this shit. It hasn't even been a full day. We'll fuck you up if you fuck up. We'll fuck you up if you fuck up. We'll fuck you up. <laughs> like real nice, off the edge of Trump Tower, Trump Tower, I should say. You piece of shit.